0: home for local high school sports is 104.9 FM and the KLMJ stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Uh, Tune in for coverage of the Hampton-Dumont Cow Bulldogs, North Butler Bearcats, and the clarion goldfield Dallas Cowboys. We are Radio On The Go. The following is a production
1: of Radio On The Go Sports.
2: One, two, three, three.
0: <laughs>
3: Coming up next, right here on 104.9 KLMJ, is the Mort's Water Company Coaches Corner. Over the next hour and a half, we'll talk to coaches from area schools, courtesy of our friends at Mort's Water Company. Mort's Water Company is your local, independent authorized Connecticut dealer. They're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. If the subject is water, let Mort's Water Company bring it up.
1: Good morning KLMJ sports fans and welcome to this weekend's edition of the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. This weekend's show will feature Week 4 game wrap-ups and Week 5 game previews with Hampton Dumont Cal head coach Cole Miller, Iowa Falls Alden head coach Eric Walkingstick, West Fork head coach Daniel Westhoff, North Butler head coach Jordan Vanderloop, Clarion goldfield Dows head coach Caleb Vogel, and Belmont Clemmie head coach Kyle Wilkinson. Once again, thanks for joining us this morning. The show will begin next with Hampton-Dumont Cal head coach Cole Miller. When the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show returns after this.
4: Who sells the best whole house water treatment system in the area? Mort's Water Company. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. We sell Connecticut water softeners and drinking systems and Helen Brand iron filters. This combination of water treatment systems gives you the best quality of water from your private well, giving you and your family cleaner, safer, and better tasting water. If you have questions about your water, give us a call at 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit us online anytime at mortsonline.com.
1: Welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Hampton-Dumont-Cal football, Cole Miller. And coach, you're coming off a great win in a ranked matchup on homecoming tonight, 24-21 over the Nevada Cubs. Your initial thoughts about the win.
5: Yeah, that was an exciting win. We really had to gut one out, uh, a roller coaster ride of ups and downs. So um, it feels really good to walk out of homecoming with a victory against a very good Nevada team.
1: Walking into the stadium, we had talked about last week about the energy of the Hampton-Dumont Cal community and how it really boosts your team. Just speaking to that in front of a great homecoming crowd.
5: Yeah, the crowd was huge. Um, They did a great job of bringing the energy and we were able to feed off that. And at times, they were getting loud and it was hard for their offense to uh, communicate and talk. signal in place. So, yeah, I think they definitely had an impact tonight uh, in one way or another and uh, definitely very thankful for the community support and student support and faculty support and everyone showing up to to help us get a victory.
1: Last year a 1 point game, this year a 3 point win for your team, just speaking about the resilience of your team bouncing back at home uh, to win over a very good Cubs team. Uh, this year.
5: Like you said, a very good Cubs team, uh, and not only bouncing back from last season, but there were, like I said, it was a roller coaster. There were some ups and downs, so we had to bounce back uh, at different times um, throughout the game, and our players had to uh, settle themselves down and get back to work, even though something didn't just go our way. So I was proud of uh, the boys being able to battle that adversity and come through on the other side.
1: The offensive performance of your team, Coach. Uh, Scoring 24 points tonight and balanced throughout the game as well. Uh, Scoring seven in the first half and then making halftime adjustments once again, putting up 17 in the second half. Uh, Just speaking about your offensive execution and some of your playmakers on that side of the ball on Friday night.
5: Yeah, so our offense did well tonight. We had, I think, one turnover, and it was, I'll take the blame for that. It was probably. uh... Uh poor play call for the position we were in. Definitely our offense uh, did very well tonight, especially in the second half, like you said. We are able to get the ball spread around, hit a bunch of different guys in the passing game, and we were able to uh, feature Carter Jansen, Brody Walton, and uh, Gavin in our running game today. And uh, Brody Strother, when you throw him in there, he adds kind of a change up where we can use his speed on the outside or some misdirection with some fly, fly sweep action and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, very balanced attack. Like always, Tucker uh, Heron did a great job on the outside for us, and um, Tate Murray stepped up and had a couple good catches for us to convert some longer downs, down in distances. So, yeah, uh, very very good overall.
1: Leadership of those upperclassmen players you mentioned, Coach, have been a big part of your wins and your undefeated start to this season. Just speaking to how you hope they can continue to lead your team as you progress into a very challenging schedule ahead in district play?
5: Yeah, so the experience is is very key. I think Uh, they went through some ups and downs last year. Um, Some of them were able to play a couple years ago as sophomores. Uh, So they've been through uh, a lot of tough games. They've been through some ups and some downs. So I think that's the biggest experience that they bring with their leadership is that they know how to keep a level head in those situations and they're able to settle um, the rest of them down. Uh, and get them back on track and calm, cool, and collected as we need to go out and get a stop on defense or can a down, uh, a third down on offense. So, yeah, their leadership is definitely key in, in our program. The
1: performance of your defense coach did a great job limiting a, a team that can really get out and run. We had talked about... Uh, last week that they have a quarterback that can run they have a running back that's very good in space and they have a tight end that would create holes for them just speaking to how your defense was able to contain them on Friday night
5: we did a great job of the uh, bottling up the running back I know he had a lot of yards but we were able to keep him from really gashing us too much their quarterback uh we were able to keep him contained uh he got loose on us a couple times too but uh they're good players they're going to do that every once in a while but uh, yeah i was i was happy with how our defensive played our defensive line got after him. our linebackers played downhill and were very aggressive and i think that's that's important to our defense um and then i think our secondary they they were challenged many times tonight and a uh, couple, t- couple of them got by us, but they never faltered. They came back the next drive, and they are ready to go. So uh, the adversity that they saw tonight, I think, will be good for us down the road as well.
1: Your fourth down stand at the end of the game, Coach. A big play as Nevada was driving uh, down the field, uh, trying to uh, either tie the game or uh, take the lead. Just speaking to the, the great work by your defense to stand up on that down and give you the ball back to wrap the game up.
5: Yeah, we were just played really good uh, scheme defense assignment defense and the kids were where they needed to be to make plays or make it difficult on the kid to make a play and uh, like you said we were able to get the stop um, our defensive staff uh, jeremy Keene, david aranya sean osborne uh, they do a great job of making sure that those guys are, are ready schematically and on all phases of the game so that we can so we can put ourselves in situations that be successful.
1: More to talk about with the head coach of Hampton, Dumont Cal football, Cole Miller, right after this here
2: on the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. Are you ready to take your education to new heights? Whether you're a high school graduate, a working professional seeking career advancement, or someone looking to explore new passions, Ellsworth Community College has the perfect courses for you. ECC's experienced faculty and state-of-the-art facilities are dedicated to providing you with a top-notch educational experience. From hands-on programs to transfer-ready courses, Ellsworth has a wide range of options to suit your goals and interests. Line up a visit to Eldruth Community College in Iowa Falls or visit eldruthcollege.com and take that first step towards success today.
6: Butler County, Hardin County, Franklin, Wright, Cerro Gordo. Consolidated Energy is your source for oil, diesel, and propane. Call the Hampton office for the LP Winter contract offer and their promotion on customer referrals. Consolidated has a tank lease program on diesel or propane tanks, 500 up to 2,000 gallon tanks, and they remind you that their tank monitors are no charge to customers, allowing you to check your tank levels right from your phone. Get details and get the fuel and oil you need from Consolidated Energy of Hampton. Dial 641-456-5596. Resetting your
7: password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense.
2: To see if Auto Owners Insurance is right for you, contact Tom or Terry at the CDK office in Hampton. That's Castle, Dick and Kelch, 456-2578.
1: A proud Hampton-Dumont Cal supporter, Mark Bruins at Bruins Machine and Welding in Rowan, is cheering for a great sports season. Mark Bruins is a master welder and is here for all your welding needs on your farm machinery. Bruins Machine and Welding also makes and repairs hoses, sells Northland oil, bearings, seals, belts, PTO parts, and nuts and bolts. When it's broken, take it to Bruins Machine and Welding in Rowan. open Monday through Friday, eight to five. And welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Hampton-Dumont Cal football, Cole Miller. And coach, it's time to preview your upcoming matchup in week five. As you begin district play, as you'll be on the road at Humboldt, always a great matchup with them. A lot of history between your teams. Uh, That'll be a 7 p.m. kickoff from Humboldt on Friday. Uh, Your initial thoughts on your matchup with them.
5: Uh, Humboldt, like you said, a very good football team. Uh, They're coached really well. They're going to be a very uh, aggressive defense, and offensively they... Uh, definitely have some playmakers that can run the ball. Um, so we'll need to be uh, we'll need to be sound in our scheme. Try and make them one dimensional instead of instead of letting them be balanced.
1: Your offense, coaches, you look to match up with Humboldt. Your offense has been really good in the running game. It's been able to expand into the passing game as well because you have so many talented playmakers on that side of the ball. How you hope they can continue uh, to do some great things as you progress forward against Humboldt.
5: Yeah, I I hope we can just uh, carry this momentum into next week of practice and keep building upon the things that we're good at, uh, tweak the things that we're not so good at, and get a little bit better at it. Uh, Headed in schematically, um, my uh, other offensive coordinators, Brandon Bird and Trevor Eikenberg, they do a great job of making sure that we're looking at every aspect of the offensive game. Uh, They help me out. On Friday nights with play calling too, they, they you know it's it's kind of nice when we have three heads. One of us might see something the others don't. So uh, I think we work well together, and our ultimate goal is just to put kids in positions to be successful and uh, let them just go have fun and make plays.
1: This will be a rematch of your playoff game from a year ago, Coach, uh, and uh, your team. A lot of players from that game are on your roster again this year one more year stronger one more year more experienced as you get this rematch uh, with Humboldt,
5: yeah last year um last two years like you said we've we've uh, matched up against them in the playoffs um last year we lost our uh, quarterback gavin in the second drive of the game or something like that so it was super early so um that kind of hindered what we were able to do offensively so i'm excited to uh i'm excited to play these guys um, fresh in district play and uh, kind of with everyone as healthy as they can be after four games, and um, I think it'll be a really exciting football game. Uh, I think both teams are going to get after it, and uh, it's going to be exciting.
1: Speaking once again to your district coaches, you have a lot of ranked opponents that'll be on your schedule.
5: Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, district's good. Uh, a lot of ranked teams in it. Um, we're going to. Uh, and we're going to have a lot of a good football to be played down the stretch. Um, I think just staying focused on the week at hand and uh, making sure that we're doing everything possible to uh, put ourselves in the best position to be successful when it comes to Friday night and not looking ahead at, at day the other teams, just focus on who we got that week and um, focus on how we prepare for those guys.
1: Just a fun question to wrap up our interview, Coach. Who is your role model as you were thinking about going into coaching?
5: I got a couple. Coach Shafrath was obviously uh, very influential on me and uh, how he was able to coach me through the years. Um, And then Heath Walton was another role model for me. I've always looked up to him and the way he leads young men and creates good men for sets those kids up to be successful more than just a sport, but in the the way of life as well. So those two guys uh, definitely high up there on role models for coaches. But I've got more that I could talk all night on guys that I look up to and respect um, deeply
1: as we wrap up this interview coach anything else you'd like our listeners to know about uh, Bulldog football as you enter week five undefeated after a great win on Friday night over a ranked opponent in Nevada.
5: I just want them to know that uh, they did a great job coming out. It's important tonight. The atmosphere was incredible. Um, But I want to thank them for all they do for us in the community to help us be prepared on Friday night and then thank them for the energy they always give us. And I hope to keep seeing them out there.
1: Once again, a thanks to the head coach of Hampton-Dumont Cal football, Cole Miller, for joining us here on the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. More
0: is next. When you don't have access to a radio or computer, listen to us on your mobile device. Download the free app for Android or iPhone at RadioOnTheGo.com. Stay connected all the time to 104.9 KLMJ
4: Radio Radio On The the go. Go. There's a difference. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. Installing a Kinetico water treatment system in your home will make a huge difference in your everyday life. With Kinetico, your drinking water will taste better, your laundry will be cleaner, and your water fixtures will no longer be covered in scale buildup. If this sounds like a change you'd like to make, call Mort's Water Company to install Kinetico water treatment system in your home. Call one eight hundred Hey Mort or visit mortsonline.com. Mort's Water Company, your local authorized independent Kinetico dealer for over forty years.
1: Welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Iowa Falls Alden football, Eric Walkingstick. And coach, you're coming off your first win of the year on homecoming night on Friday night as you won 28-20 to 20 over Union Community. Your thoughts about that win and the performance of your team?
8: Well, I'll tell you what, you know, a lot of times as coaches, we sometimes, you know, perceive homecoming as a distraction. And this week we just use it as, as a plus and we had fun with it. Um, you know it was an exciting game the guys played extremely well you know we still made some mistakes but you know we we were able to put things together uh keep drives alive and had some really big plays that sealed the deal for it
1: walking into the stadium on friday night coach just talking about the energy and uh, the iowa falls alden community that came out to support you on friday night for a big game
8: well i tell you what i, I been so impressed by the community and our fans and our students um they you know our, our dance teams our our cheerleading groups they are all so so awesome and bring such good excitement and energy to the game that uh you know we we feel obligated that we've got to play well because they they deserve that and in our group and our community they work hard they they, they expect certain things and uh, they are second to none, and I appreciate their energy.
1: This was your first homecoming game. coaches. the head coach of Iowa Falls, Alden. You've been through multiple homecomings, had the opportunity to have a lot of those celebrations uh, during your 30-plus years of coaching, but where does this homecoming rank for you as it being your first with the cadets, but first of many that you've had the opportunity to be a part of?
8: It's one of those ones that's pretty special you know, because you're preaching to the kids about hard work and effort, and sometimes, if you don't get that victory, you know it just sometimes feels kind of hollow. So it, it was a it was an effort of the kids throughout the summer, throughout the you know the beginning of the you know season. Uh, just a lot of hard work that went into this homecoming game, and you know started off district play for us. And it was exciting for me as a coach. You know, I never I never get tired of you know those first. And it was exciting for me as as a coach because I was I was able to help those young men, and and get them in a good place.
1: Talking about some of your playmakers from last night's game, starting on the offensive side, your senior quarterback, Jaden Damiano, what a night from him on the stats on varsity bound, 147 passing yards and a touchdown there, and then 222 yards rushing for him and two touchdowns, and he also had a kickoff return for a touchdown that sealed the deal for you.
8: I, I'll tell you what, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. And for us, that was a big-time game. Uh, Jaden Damiano, really just, I mean, he's been great throughout the year. Uh, he's been great, you know, in previous years. But this was kind of his, his coming-out party. He, he had a tremendous night. He put the team on his back uh, and, and did some things that are, are rare and special, and you do not see things like that every day.
1: Just speaking about his leadership, he's one of your captains on the team. Had a chance to see him play during the battle for Bradford. Excellent on his feet. Great awareness of his pocket presence and what to do with the football. Just speaking about his development this year and how he's really led your team.
8: Well, you know, there's, there's multiple facets to his, his game. Um, you know, as far as his development as a quarterback, he's, he's going exponentially. Um, and, and he just continues to grow there. The other aspect is you know his leadership and you know coming in you know he, he he wasn't sure how to lead and he's 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 learned how to lead now and he, he can lead them by his actions by how, how he talks to them uh on and off the field he, he's a class act
1: damiano also making great plays for you on the defensive side of the ball coaches he led the way with eight and a half tackles
8: you know it's it's funny he, he gets so fired up and he wants to win so bad he's so competitive you know, he's a kid I wouldn't want to play in checkers because I guarantee he's going he's gonna to try to win. And he, he does it every facet of the game. And he is he is fun to watch. I, I just wish I had him for a few more years.
1: Some other playmakers that stood out to you on both sides of the ball on Friday night, coaches. your team really came together and hung tight and uh, able to get a, the big win to open up district play and on a special night as well with it being homecoming
8: definitely you know we again it's a team effort um, you know offensively quentin yeager uh he he's a young man that just man he, he runs the ball so hard he contributes so much uh you know nick Regan. he he is a special playmaker as well uh you know ray morgan jr he he does some things that just you know put us in a good place I, i'll be honest with the offensive i can't say enough about all the guys you know the o-linemen And then defensively, man, we we just fly to the ball. We play with reckless abandon, guys like Carter DeBates, Carter Weaver. uh, They all do such a good job and and fight so hard. I'm just proud of them for for what they did this week and the efforts they put forward.
1: With a big win like this, Coach, you get that first win in the win column, and having it come in district play means that much more. Uh, How do you hope this win can boost your team as you move forward in district play in Class 2A?
8: Well, and that's the thing in our district. Each week, we've got it. We got to reset, and we got to start off at 0-0. And you know, we, we right now we got through the first hurdle. And each each of the next four weeks is going to be that big hurdle, that big step. Uh, we've got to come prepared to play every single week and do what we need to to get those victories.
1: More to talk about with the head coach of Iowa Falls Alden football, Eric Walking Stick, right after this here on the Mortswater Water Company Coaches Show.
9: Hi, this is Dawn at the Owl Falls
4: Hy-Vee. Stop on in for our hot deals. We got Hy-Vee Choice Reserve Boneless New York Strip Steak, $4.99 for an eight ounce steak. Dole Bananas, only 39 cents a pound hy pasta sauce, 98 cents a jar. Coca-Cola products, eight-pack bottles or 12-pack cans, only 4 dollars Also, 10 for $10 on the Chavani Greek yogurt with a 10-cent fuel saver. And the weekend, Friday through Sunday, is a fuel saver weekend. For every $50 you spend, you're in a 25-cent fuel saver. So stop on in and save at your Iowa Falls Hive.
0: This is Bruce Vance from Landis, sending a big hello to all the farmers harvesting in the fields. As you bring the crops out, Landis and Bradford, Buckeye, and Latimer are ready to take your grain. We also offer add-on micronutrients for your dry fertilizers, including Pro Coat BCMZ and Pro Coat Zinc. Landis also has nitrogen stabilizers for your anhydrous ammonia, and remember, we do custom application if you need it. So call or stop by today for your harvest time and agronomy needs at Landis locations at Latimer, Bradford, and Buckeye.
2: Thoughts of harvest are rolling through farmers' minds. Good thing there is Central Iowa Fabrication. Central Iowa Fab of Alden is your source for sukup grain bin, fan, and dryer parts and service. They can look at your dryer, bins, and fans before the rush is on, so when the corn starts coming in to dry, you can have a smooth harvest. Should a problem arise during the season, keep Central Iowa Fab's number handy, 515-859-7213. That's Central Iowa Fabrication. Your suka dealer, located on County D20, across from Casey's in Alden, 515-859-7213.
9: Oberdeen floors knows that so much of life happens at home which is why your home should be a place of inspiration designed around floors you love with beautiful durable mohawk flooring just stepping out of bed in the morning is something to celebrate mohawk products make your home tough and gorgeous with mohawk from Oberdings, you can live your life and love your floors visit Oberdeen floors at their 819 brooks road location in iowa falls and ask which mohawk floor are right for your home.
1: And welcome back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Iowa Falls Alden football, Eric Walkingstick. And coach, it's time to preview your week five matchup as you continue district play. This week you will be on the road at Vinton Shellsburg. Your initial thoughts on that opponent?
8: You know, Vinton Shellsburg is a team that we, we we've got to prepare for well and we've got to get ready for it because they're just as hungry as we are and, uh, you know, we, we've got to sit there and go into this game, you know, knowing that we've got to have this to continue to, to keep the march so that we can go to the playoffs, so this for us is a do or die week. Again, we're, we're 0-0, and we've got to sit there and prepare well for this team.
1: Game plan offensively-wise, Coach, just talking about your running game, that's been a big part of what you can do, and then the passing lanes have been open as well because of the the awareness and the great vision of your quarterback, Jaden Damiano, just speaking how you hope the offense can continue to develop on that side of the football against some teams that can really put up some points in your district.
8: Well, we've, we've got to stay balanced. we got to distribute the ball to multiple people. Uh, we've been able to, to spread the wealth a little bit, and we've got to continue to do that. It, it all begins with Jaden Damiano getting, getting the ball and, you know, let him see and let him, you know, let things develop. But we got to stay diverse. Uh, in that attack offensively and, and we've got to be intelligent what we do with the ball limit the turnovers and limit the silly
1: mistakes. Defensively coaches you hope to lock down Vinton Shellsburg uh, you had mentioned Carter debates and you have multiple playmakers on that side of the ball uh, having watched your team live in week one you do a great job of finding the ball carrier and attacking so just how your plans and how you hope you can continue to do that going forward.
8: You know defensively we've got to attack and, and, and risk it a, l- a little bit we've got to go after sometimes and you know tfl's tackles for losses are a big thing for us um, we need to, to get the ball more we need to turn get more turnovers right now um, you know that's what we've got to do to be successful fly around you know and kind of kind of get the ball loose and, and put it in play but we, we've got to have 11 bodies flying to the ball and, and getting after every single down
1: to your district landscape a little bit coaches. You have some good opponents coming up in district play. Uh, your initial thoughts uh, is you're through one game in district play and you have some more coming up with some good opponents from the area.
8: You know, we, we look at the scores each week, and it's 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 telling us that, man, it's a balanced district. We've got to be able to, to play well each week. And for us, it's it's taking the game that we're we're in and making it the most important game that we have.
1: Just a fun question as we get ready to wrap up our interview this morning, Coach. Who was your role model when you decided to go into coaching?
8: Well, I'll tell you what. The, the, the interesting story was as a kid growing up, I had a coach in my life. His name was Coach Captain. And, uh, you know, I asked coaches who were good coaches, but they weren't necessarily good people. And uh, I had a guy named Coach Captain who was just a good moral leader that could get you to, to play football at a high level. But also get you to be a good human being, get you to to grow up and do the right things. And he made such a huge impression on me that you know that that's who I wanted to be like. That was my role model growing up. So as I became a coach, uh, that that's who I wanted to be like. And you know, as I as I go forward, my goal in life is to be a good role model for these kids. You know, not just my football players, but my students, and trying to get you know people to do what's right, make good decisions, and be good leaders and good fathers and and good you know, leaders of our community.
1: And what attributes from that coach do you feel you've been really able to apply to your own great coaching career over the past 30-plus years?
8: Uh, treat them like you're, they're your own kids. You know, you know, not yell at them, not just berate them, not just treat them like they're a number or a stat, but treat them like they're a human being. And it goes back to our motto of LEO, which means love each other. And I see it each week, win, lose, or draw after the game. You know, our kids are you know, hugging each other you know tell each other that they're proud of each other and, and that's what it's about it's not about the wins it is about how we how we you know play the game and how we play the game of life it's important for these young men to understand that they can go out there and make a huge impact in their community and they can do it the right way and that's just by taking care of everybody and making sure everybody's good and making sure everybody's safe
1: and that's great to hear the strong uh, family that you've been able to create with your team just in your first year at IFA, Coach. As we wrap up this interview, anything else you'd like our listeners to know about Cadets football as you go into week number five, got your first win of the year, and some great district opponents ahead for you? We've we just got to
8: continue to play hard, play together, you know, eliminate the stakes as we continue to grow uh, as a team and as a family, and we, we're just going to go out and have fun every single week, and we're going to lay it on the line. We're going to have a blast, and and that's how you play football. That's how you do life. You, you go all out, you put it all out there, and you play hard.
1: Once again, a thanks to the head coach of Iowa Falls, Alden Football, Eric Walkingstick, for joining us here on the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show.
10: We're still the same. 30 years and going strong. Your home for local news, sports, weather, and business. KLMJ 104.9
7: FM, Hampton. An on the go media station.
1: And welcome back to the Morts Water Company Coaches Show. I'm Joshua Hamlin. Head coach of North Butler football, Jordan Vanderloop, was unable to be reached this morning. So here's a breakdown of their matchup on Friday night at home against the Wapsie Valley Warriors. As the Bearcats would host Wapsie Valley in their first district game of the year, and would fall 19 to nothing on Friday night in Green. As the Warriors would have a 13 to nothing lead at the half after scoring a touchdown in the first and second quarters, and would add another touchdown in the third quarter to get to 19 points, and that would be your final score in Green on Friday night, 19 to nothing. It was the Bearcats' first loss of the season as they moved to three and one. Your stats leaders from Friday night in the passing game, sophomore quarterback Brody Wangsness went 17 of 25, passing 68% for 157 passing yards. In the rushing department, your leading rusher for the Bearcats was Pryor Whitaker, the junior. He had 11 carries for 49 yards, four and a half yards per carry. Other stats leaders in the rushing department for the Bearcats on Friday night, senior Griffin Buss had three carries for 11 yards in that one. In the receiving game, your leading receiver was Tanner Argis, the senior. Out of the backfield, he had five receptions for 52 yards, an average of 10 yards per carry. Jax Thorne, the sophomore, had four receptions for 33 yards, Senior Griffin Bus had five receptions for 33 yards. Also on the stats, Clayton Towsley, the junior, with one reception for 27 yards, as well as Pryor Weideker, the junior, with one reception for six yards, and senior Carter Miller, one reception for six yards for the Bearcats on Friday night against the Warriors. Defensively, your leading tackler was senior Tanner Argis with seven total tackles, five of those solo tackles. Running down the rest of your leaders in the defensive category, four tackles. Senior Griffin Buss had five and a half total tackles, four of those being solo. Chris Witte, the junior, with four and a half tackles, three of those being solo. And uh, one of your top sack leaders entering the week, Hunter Rodemaker, in the state, uh, in Class A. He had four and a half sacks uh, going into the game. He was... Had four tackles in last night's game against Wapsie Valley. Uh, four total tackles, three of those being solo. Those are your tackle leaders for the Bearcats on Friday night. Once again, the Bearcats fall in their first game of the year in, to open up district play in Class A, falling 19-0 on Friday night to the Wapsie Valley Warriors. We'll talk about the Bearcats' upcoming matchup right after this here on the Mortswater Company Coaches Show.
6: The Green Recorder has been published weekly since 1876 with every edition on the Green Public Library's website at green.lib.us. The Green Recorder is published 52 weeks a year. Weekly copies are always available at Casey's, Drawley's Department Store, Smith's Etc., West Forty Market, and of course, the Green Recorder's office. For a subscription, call 816-4525, call the Green Recorder, and stay in touch with what's happening in Green and Butler County.
10: Summer is flying by. Don't we all say that every year? Hi, this is Willie from Alpha Roofing in Mason City. In our line of work, it means a lot more. It means we're getting short on time to get homes protected before another harsh winter. If you've been procrastinating, please stop putting it off. Call us now for a free inspection and estimate. At Alpha Roofing, there are no gimmicks, just honesty and integrity. We value building strong relationships with our customers. For a professional service with a small town feel, call Alpha Roofing.
6: Are you looking to buy or sell a classic car? Look no further than Coyote Classics in Green, Iowa. With a wide selection of vintage vehicles, you'll find the car of your dreams. Whether you're a collector or just love the nostalgia, Coyote Classics has something for everyone. Visit their showroom today and experience the thrill of owning a piece of automotive history. Visit their website, coyoteclassics.com or call them at 641-816-3145.
1: On every journey, you should look forward to peace of mind. Green Insurance Services and Grinnell Mutual take pride in keeping you and your budget comfortable. That's why they offer discounts for good students, safe driving, and more. Trust them to look out for the road ahead. Trust in tomorrow. For more details, contact Lucas Wedeking or Misty Osborne. Your Grinnell Mutual agents at Green Insurance Services in green today. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company.
10: They say it's time. It's hard to believe, but your local Landis Co-op says it's time to line up your fall fertilizers. Landis Cooperatives in Dyke, New Hartford, Green, Packard, Ardale, and Plainfield welcome you to stop by or call to order what you need when it comes to dry fertilizers or anhydrous. Your farmer-owned Landis Co-ops have agronomists ready to help with all your fertilizer needs to make your land as productive as possible. That's Landis. Proud to help sponsor the North Butler portion of The Coach's Corner each Saturday morning with Radio on the Go.
1: And welcome back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. I'm Joshua Hamlin. North Butler Head Football Coach Jordan Vanderloop was unable to be reached this morning, so it's time to preview the Bearcats' upcoming matchup in Week 5 as they will be on the road in district play at BCLUW. As the Comets come in at 0-3, the Bearcats will be 3-1 entering the matchup. Let's preview this matchup, your players to watch on Friday night. Starting off with sophomore quarterback Brody Wangsness, who has been dynamic in his starting role and balanced as well with 461 passing yards and two touchdowns and has rushed for 209 yards and three touchdowns, will be a big factor for the Bearcats on Friday night against the Comets. In the rushing department, senior Tanner Argus has 68 carries for 220 yards and 5 touchdowns for the Bearcats, part of that excellent running back core for them and will be a big part of their game on Friday night as well out of the backfield. Your leading receiver for the Bearcats so far this year is senior Griffin Bus. He has 10 receptions for 158 yards and a touchdown. Runs routes well and uh, really expands that offense for the Bearcats. Hopefully he can continue to do that against the BCLUW on Friday night. And your senior Tanner Argus is your leading tackler defensively. Has been a force on both sides of the ball, and will look to do that once again on Friday night against BCLUW. So far this the- this season, 37 total tackles and one tackle for loss for the senior Argus. Your players to watch that the Bearcats will have to look to contain on Friday night to get the win on the road against the Comets. The quarterback for BCLUW, the junior Owen Myers. He is 6 of 16 for 91 yards and a touchdown. He's also the leading rusher for BCLUW with 32 carries for 111 yards. In the receiving department for the Comets, Kale Keller, the senior, he has nine receptions for 100 yards and a touchdown. He also has 85 rushing yards and a touchdown. And then the defensive player uh, that the Bearcats will have to be sure to be aware of and will have to navigate in their rush in their rushing game will be Emmett Petermeyer, the junior for the Comets this year, 23 and a half total tackles, five tackles for loss and three sacks for the Comets. Both teams will be entering looking for that next win in district play as the Bearcats are one and one in district play after they had a win earlier against South Winnesheek back in week number two, 22 to 14. The Comets are looking for their first win of the season, entering at 0-3. Their last matchup, they fell 36-6 against North Tama. So the Bearcats, Comets looking for their next win in district play. Bearcats looking for win number two. Comets looking for win number one in district play. As the Bearcats enter the game at 3-1, Comets enter at 0-3. Kickoff on Friday night is scheduled for 7 p.m. from the BCLUW high school football field. Once again, the head coach of North Butler football, Jordan Vanderloop, was unable to join us this morning. So best of luck to his team as they prep for their matchup on Friday night against the BCLUW Comets in week number five. Kickoff is scheduled for 7 p.m. on Friday night from the BCLUW high school football field. Thanks for tuning in to this segment of the Mortswater Company Coaches Show updating you on North Butler football. More of the Mortswater Company Coaches Show after this.
0: Radio On The Go can go with you anywhere. Download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. Then listen live on your mobile device to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio On The Go. Who sells the
4: best whole house water treatment system in the area? Wart's Water Company. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. We sell Kinetico water softeners and drinking systems and Brand iron filters. This combination of water treatment systems gives you the best quality of water from your private well, giving you and your family cleaner, safer, and better tasting water. If you have questions about your water, give us a call at 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit us online anytime at mortsonline.com.
1: Welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of West Fork Football, Dan Westhoff, and Coach, talking about your matchup back to district play in Class A. You are you were on the road at Lake Mills, a falling fifty to thirteen, but also a great opportunity for your team to grow this week.
11: Yeah, we uh, we did a lot of good things. Uh, we we scored first to to take the lead. Uh, Sage Sunken, our quarterback, uh, had a nice run. Um, so we, we went up 7-0, and that score actually held into the second quarter. Um, There's about eight minutes left, I think, when they scored and knotted it up. So uh, we, we got off to a good start. That was that was exciting to see. Um, they did get another score to go to up 14-7, and they got another one to go out, have 21 points on the board, and we, we had a good drive there to close out the second half. Uh, we got inside the 10-yard line. Um we, uh, we called a rollout pass, and we got ran down from behind, and we ended up fumbling on it, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, but we, we really had a golden opportunity to, to get within one score there, only down 21-14. But uh, that just seems to be our bugaboo this year. We keep leaving points on the field down in the red zone, and then that, that cost us, and that hurt. Um, and they uh, they had a good night offensively, and then they they got a really good scheme up there, and they've they've been doing a good job all year. I knew we were we were gonna have our hands full, and we just had a hard time getting stops in the second half. Um, we we did get our score of our own, but uh, yeah, it uh, it got away from us there in the second half. But uh, a lot of good things, uh, a lot of positive things, and we had a lot of younger guys uh, getting reps. We, we had a few guys get dinged up, so. Um, never happy to lose but uh, a lot of positive takeaways.
1: Speaking about your offense coach is one more week more reps on the field as that confidence grows for that side of the football you have a talented backfield and a talented quarterback in Sunken uh, just speaking to their growth this week as uh, you get ready for more district games coming up.
11: Yeah uh, well Blaine Schultz uh, the freshman he's part of our running back duo back there and he ended up having to leave the game pretty early. I want to say in the first quarter at some point already. He got dinged up, so we'll, we'll get a look and, and see what's what the diagnosis is. So we really had to lean on Dax Sunken, He uh, was only a sophomore. Uh, he kind of carried the load for us uh, in the backfield. and uh, Did a nice job. Sage had a good day uh, on the ground running. Made some made some nice plays with his legs. Uh, some of them design and a few. When, when some pass plays broke down, which he's always apt to, to create on the run. So uh, that was good to see. And we, we really made some explosive plays in the passing game. Uh, and that, that was really helpful and really good to see. Uh, Kate Everleen is, you know, as talented a receiver as there is, certainly in our district, in my opinion. Uh, he's just so, so raw. He, ha- he hadn't played football much in his high school career, and he was injured last year. And I think, you know, he had a really good game tonight and we were able to just get him the ball quickly and, and simply just flicking it out there and, and just letting him go be a playmaker and where he didn't really have to think and he could just go go be the athlete he is. So um, I'm not for sure, but I definitely think he was over 100 yards receiving or if not, certainly real close to that. So he made a lot of dynamic plays out there tonight and that was good to see. Um Overall, I, I was pretty happy for the most part offensively. Uh, we we did have a fourth down at, at midfield that we came up a little short on on a QB sneak, and that was really frustrating. That was something I felt like we should have had, and that killed the drive. Um, and we we did have a few turnovers. We we had a fumble, and uh, down in the red zone we had another fumble out in the open field, and. Um, So we did not have any interceptions. That was good to see. We were much better in pass game, but uh, we we did have a few turnovers. And especially playing a team that good uh, on homecoming up there, you know, we can't. We're not in a position where we can turn the ball over and and hang in the game for four quarters with a team of that caliber. So, so that hurt us. But there were a lot of lot of good things on offense.
1: Some very dynamic offenses. Uh, that you'll have to prepare for as district play continues coming up so speaking defensively on uh, how the team continues to grow on that side of the ball.
11: Yeah and just uh credit to, to Lake Mills it's a really difficult offense to defend to prepare for and we knew that after last year's game we knew that going into this year uh, we knew it going into this week um, it's it's a really difficult prep um they put a lot of stress on all three levels of your defense your defensive line your linebackers your secondary they really got their explosive plays uh a lot of them came on on the pitch game on the edge. that's it's so much easier said than done to stop that because um, you the fullback's so good and so physical uh, you got to commit uh, plenty of resources in the box to to try and keep him from going bananas on you, uh, and that you're just that's a numbers game, and you only got so many guys left to to handle the pitch out in space. And they got some really good athletes, the the 20 kid and the five kid. Those are those are both uh, really dynamic playmakers, and um, so not only do you got to run them down in the open field, you got to get off the block in the open field then run them down and make a tackle in the open field. And, um, I thought there were times, and we, we did a really good job of that, um, and other times, obviously, they, they got the edge on us and turned it into a, a foot race, and it's really hard to run those guys down in the open field. Um, so that we were we were hot and cold there, and, I, you know, you know what you need to do, but going out and doing it uh, against a, a team that's probably a top- 10 and 15-ish program in the state class a in my opinion right now um it, it's it's tough it's difficult to do and what what really hurt us was the fullback um especially in the second half we, we just started to wear down there uh we're just we don't have enough depth in there we're playing some some younger guys in the trenches we're we're playing a freshman in significant minutes we're playing a sophomore in significant minutes those guys are going both ways, and that's you can't make excuses. Everybody in in Class A football, uh, for the most part, are, are playing guys both ways, and everybody's wishing they had more kids out than they do. So, um, you can't sit up there and you know throw your hands up in the air and make excuses that you got young kids or you don't have enough depth because that's the situation we're in, and we got to coach what we got. And, those guys got to play. So uh, the, the fullback gave us problems in the second half. And, um, yeah, he, he showed really well on film. We knew he was going to be a load. Uh, that proved to be the case. So I, I think that was that was really defensively what what hurt us the most. The explosive plays that was those obviously jump out, but consistently the the fullback was. Kept them on schedule and then really wore us down in the second half.
1: More to talk about with the head coach of West Fork football, Dan Westhoff, right after this here on the Mortswater Company Coaches Show.
9: On behalf of the residents at the Sheffield Care Center, they are looking forward to the accomplishments of the hardworking student athletes in their communities. Teamwork alone, you can do so little. Together, you can do so much. The Sheffield Care Center is committed to being a leader in providing quality, preventative, and restorative services. They are dedicated to teamwork and to provide a clean, comfortable, home-like atmosphere with honesty, dignity, respect, and compassion for all of their residents. To learn more about everything the Sheffield Care Center has to offer, call 641-892-4691.
7: Thanks to Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association, your family will be all smiles when you bundle your internet, phone, and cable TV. You'll receive faster internet with speeds to keep you connected. You can choose different options for your phone depending on how many long-distance calls you make. And when you choose Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association for cable TV, the options are endless. To learn more about everything RCTA has to offer, contact Rockwell Cooperative Telephone Association at rockwellcoop.com or call 641 822 11
1: For experienced professional automotive service and repair including diesel service see Corey and Troy Fessler in Rockwell at Don's Auto Service Don's Auto can service the air conditioning systems in older and newer vehicles They can change your oil, tune up your engine flush and replace your transmission fluid install a new interstate battery put on new shocks and struts or just replace your windshield wiper blades It's service done right the first time Call Don's Auto for an appointment today. Call 822-3456. Don's Auto is a proud sponsor of the West Fork Coaches Show. And welcome back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of West Fork Football, Dan Westhoff. And coach, it's time to preview your week five matchup. As you continue district play, you host a top-ranked opponent in Class A in West Hancock as you return back home for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday. Your initial thoughts on the Eagles.
11: Yeah, you know, nice to nice to get an easy layup game here coming up, right? Obviously, <laughs> uh, all the respect in the world for, for the, the program they're running over there. They uh, they are the standard in the state of Iowa. Um, certainly one of the one of the standards in all classification, but certainly in small school football. Um, I know St. Ansgear got them uh, last week, but uh, that's a team that's lost whatever three two three games last four years compete for a state championship year in and year out so uh it's it's as difficult a team as you're going to play all year and um you know it's a good opportunity though it, you can't be worried about you know where they're at and where we're at a program and all that stuff it's, it's a great opportunity for our kids to go and compete and compete against one of the, the best teams in the state of iowa in class a and Oh, uh, that's that's the message our kids is go compete, go go find out where you stack up at, and and yeah, you're gonna get exposed, and, and we'll we'll make some mistakes. Uh, they'll 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 have their plays, and uh, that's that's the game. But um, you know, we're just gonna reiterate to our guys that it, it's the opportunity to learn and grow, and and battle, and, and see I stack up. So so be excited about it, and let's get ready to go
1: your message to your offense coaches we begin the second half of the season uh, for your team as you continue district play uh, as you have some great playmakers on that side of the ball with Sage Sunken and uh, Kate Eberling has been great as well and then uh, Blaine Schultz hopefully he can return for you in the backfield and just speaking how that wing T can continue to attack
11: yeah that's a good question Um, we got to take care of the turnovers Uh, we're just we, we cannot put the ball on the deck. We can't uh, put the ball in harm's way. We're, our goal is to, you'd love to have zero turnovers, obviously, but uh, one or less ideally is where you want to be, and I know we were north of that tonight. So that's that's priority number one. We have to take care of the football. There's nothing more important. Uh, the ball is the program, and uh, I am a broken record because I know I come on here and I say the same thing every single week we have to capitalize on opportunities uh down in the down in the scoring area and just one way shape or form uh we seem to find a new way to, to lead points on the board um so we we really 10 yards away with four downs to get it from from having 20 points tonight against uh, i think a pretty dang good defense pretty dang good program so uh you know there's no more victories uh, we got beat fair and square uh versus lake mills but uh uh, scoring 20 points it would have been nothing to sneeze at, and we did a lot of a lot of good things for only scoring 13. Uh, but it's it's we're just we're we're leaving points on the board from from turnovers and from not finishing drives, and it's it's basics and it's fundamentals, and um, I, I think that's that's kind of been good for our guys um, to just stay in the same offense and the s- same scheme and. Yeah, we, we have minor tweaks week to week to, to move the formation around a little bit to put guys in different spots, but the the core identity of the offense is, is unchanged. It's the same people are chasing in the state of Iowa, and certainly in our district. Brett West Hancock and St. Ansgar are clearly the standard bearers um, for what everybody's trying to get their programs to look like. Though, those programs have an identity, and that identity permeates in their entire program from – when they first put on helmets middle school to jv to to varsity games and um those kids have three four five six years of running the exact same offense with the exact same verbiage um and and that's really become apparent to me that that's that's the only way to to really build a sustainable long-term program is you got to bring in freshmen in your program that they're not really freshmen they're they're almost like juniors because they've been running same exact offense that you're going to be running for the third year in a row Um, so you're not getting a first year player you're getting a third year player Uh, mentally you know obviously physically they are what they are but um, that's something we have really worked hard to, to try and create here at West Park.
1: Defensively speaking on your senior AJ Anderson entering Friday night's game he was second in all of class A in total tackles with 37 speaking about his leadership and how you hope your defense can continue to grow going into a district that they'll have to contain some very good offenses
11: yeah aj's a stud i mean he's, he's been a starter here for a long time and his dad's assistant coach on staff so he's coach's kid and, um gosh he's just such a good player and and he's very smart he's he's a coach on the field out there and then whenever he's got something to say it it, it resonates and uh, it, it's helpful and it's productive and um so he he really sees the game like a coach out there and, um just uh really appreciative uh, of him and, and all the effort he's made he did a great job in the offseason um he's a he's a lead by example guy um and in my opinion, the best leaders usually are the, the lead by example guys, and some people are more vocal and less vocal, and then you got to be who you are. But the, the best leadership is going out and doing it, and anybody can talk about it, but go be about it. And AJ Anderson is is a kid that goes out and, and he is about it uh, with how he prepares and and how he leads, and, and he's teaching the younger kids too, and that that really. Um, for me personally, that's kind of what makes me most proud when, when you see him take freshmen and sophomores under his wing and um, help and develop them. And um, he's a talented football player too. Uh, let's not take that away. He's a good athlete and strong kid. Um, and, and we just we really need him right now. we we got some youth in and in, inside in the interior defensive line, so he's really covering for a lot of a lot of inexperience up front there. And I mean, he's just everywhere. And um, we really, really depend on him and we're really grateful to have him. I mean, he's he's making a bajillion tackles because he's flying around and we need him to. So um, yeah, we're just, we're hoping to, to continue to see growth up front there defensively to keep people off of him because you know as long as we keep him clean and, and able to, to run sideline to sideline and not have to be fighting through traffic. I mean he's he's a pretty sure tackler and then good things usually happen when he gets the ball, so he's doing a great job.
1: Final thoughts, coach, as we wrap up this interview. Once again, thanks for your time about Warhawks football as you continue into district play and have some big district matchups coming up.
11: Well this is kind of where where you you really gotta persevere. I know the the injury bug's starting to creep up on us and and we got – we're not to, to last year's levels, but um, we're also not where we need to be depth-wise and where we're having to play too many younger kids in there. But, um, you know, our, our, our kids are battling and they're gutting it out. And um, that's good to see. And, and we're hoping to, to, to get some of these guys that have been injured back out there and we need them to where we're, we're – we're, we're not where we need to be numbers wise um and then like i said it, it's better but it's not where it needs to be um so we're we're continuing to to make strides and and that's encouraging to see but it's it's really gonna pay off when we get more kids out so if you're if you're listening you're a member of the community or you you know uh s- some kids in our school and community that should be out uh, Get on the horn with them. We we recruit and we went door to door so they take the job. And we're stopping kids in the hallways, but um, we're, we're hoping to, to keep increasing our participation numbers. And I think that's the key. Um, the kids we got are battling, but we we gotta get them healthy and we gotta get through it here. It's it's not gonna get any easier. We play in a top notch district, and we're, we're gonna keep battling every single week.
1: Once again, a thanks to the head coach of West Fork Football, Dan Westhoff, for joining us here on the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. More is next.
0: No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 104.9 FM and the KLMJ stream at RadioOnTheGo.com each season for coverage of the West Fork Warhawks, the Iowa Falls Alden Cadets, and the Belmont Clemmie Broncos. We are Radio
1: on the Go. Welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Belmont Clemmy Football, Kyle Wilkinson, and coach... Talking about your matchup on Friday night, you were on the road against a ranked opponent once again, uh, facing uh, the third-ranked team in Class A, St. Ansgar. Just your thoughts on that matchup and the development of your team facing a ranked opponent.
12: Yeah, you know, we, we came out uh, again. Unfortunately, the flu bug bit us, and, and we are missing a couple of our key guys. And uh, But, hey, you know, the next young man just got to step up and get some reps, um, you know the game the the scoreboard didn't matter to us uh, you know coming in and, and as young as we are and and facing the number three team in the state you know we kind of knew how the scoreboard was gonna look but hey on our side, it, it was finally not a zero. So, you know, we got in the end zone, which was great. Um, that alone uh, was a win for our kids. And when we did score, we acted like we won the game. And, and that's good for them to have a little excitement and, uh, you know, finally finally be able to hang their heads on something like that and, and scoring and building some momentum. And with St. Asger, you know, I was proud of them. They, uh, you know, it was our most physical game we've played against an opponent. We didn't back down for 48 minutes. And, uh, you know, we just kept chugging a we had kids that were getting a little banged up but they just kept going out there and fighting and uh, you know they never gave in which which is always great to see.
1: Speaking about uh, your offensive performance coach uh, as the development continues for your freshman quarterback uh, as he continues to grow week to week and you have some other great playmakers in the backfield and in the wide receiving core uh, that are getting more reps getting stronger each week Uh, as you continue to progress in district play
12: yeah you know brody uh made some even better reads you know he didn't he didn't have as many yards as he did the game before but again he's he's progressing and making those great reads and uh being able to find the open receiver and and picking the right one and, and taking the the right choice and uh you know as far as our our freshman running backs both of them came into the game with a sprained ankle each, and, and neither one came out of the game. So, you know, that, that's that's something you can uh, push forward with, that they're toughing it out as freshmen having a sprained ankle coming in against the number three team, and they don't back down. You know, we we had another uh, – um, we had to reconfigure our offensive line again, and, uh, you know, they, they stepped up and, and were able to push through it. And, uh, you know, St. Ansgar, of course, playing juniors, seniors, seniors. Uh, you know, they, they've they had three or four years in the weight room. They they were definitely giving us a push on the offensive line. And uh, we just had to figure out how to get around it. And, you know, for us, it was dink and doink a little bit and not uh, necessarily able to run up the middle as much. And we, we did the best we could. And uh, I, I think we came out uh, successful last night.
1: Just talking about how much this means for your team, finding the end zone, continually building that confidence week to week. Uh, and just continuing to compete with these ranked opponents uh, for the rest of your season, uh, that boost that that can give for your team confidence-wise?
12: Yeah, you know, we're essentially, you know, minus three or four seniors, we're essentially playing a J.B. team on a Friday night with how young we are. And, uh, you know, how many freshmen and sophomores are out on the field. But again, they compete whistle to whistle and and they grow in in experience. And, you know, we're going to be I I think we're going to be all right here in the next year or two. And uh, as far as wins and losses. But, um, you know, we had a tough four game stretch, you know, number one ranked team, number three ranked team. um, You know, out out of our first four opponents before Friday night, their combined record was ten and two um, with with uh, you know, West Hancock losing to St. Ansgar and um I think the other the other loss was to St. or West Hancock as well from the other team. So, uh, you know, that, that was a heck of a record. It was a heck of a tough four game stretch. Uh, these last four games, they're, they're nothing to, uh, you know, turn a blind eye to, but uh, it's definitely some teams that we can compete with and, and teams where our success can look even a little bit more differently. And and we should be, you know, starting to see a little bit more progress on, on scoring putting up some more points you know getting some more tackles getting some sacks looking at uh a lot more different categories as far as success in a football game and hopefully we'll even sneak sneak out a win there uh here in the last four games
1: as we have reached the halfway point of your season coach regular season wise uh just speaking to your message to your team as you have reached this halfway point on uh your goals and uh just your overall hopes for them on the field as they continue to represent uh, BK uh, in the community on the field.
12: Yeah, the message was just keep pushing forward. You know, we're, we're having some younger leaders step up, and, and that's the thing, you know, uh Um, You know, average teams don't have anybody lead. Good teams have only coaches leads, and and great teams have players lead. And and we're trying, you know, we're we're at that where coaches leads sort of thing, and we're trying to get it pushed clear into the players lead part. And we have a few kids that like to lead by example, but they got to start opening their mouth and and, uh, you know leading leading by uh, vocally as well, and and getting our team pumped up and and making sure we're in right spots and and this and that. You know, Uh, like I said, you know, having a fresh quarterback we were talking you know last night making halftime adjustments this and that and and, uh, you know we just got to remember a freshman quarterback was playing the number three team in the state and he was still doing all right you know still getting up every play that sort of thing and and that goes for not only our freshman quarterback but uh, our other young guys and uh, you know our entire team you know we're inexperienced we have you know out out of the six seniors we have one of the seniors has played all four years of football at Belmont Clemmie. So, you know, it's a whole nother thing with youth and and experience, but uh, we continue to push forward. We continue to get better each and every practice throughout each week. And, uh, you know, I think one of these one of these times it's going to click for us and uh, we're going to be able to talk about a W.
1: And that's great to hear that your team is holding together, that they're, they're having great leadership from those seniors and other players on the field, and starting to really mesh together uh, as you have reached the half point of the season, and things can really start to culminate together as the second half begins. More to talk about with the head coach of Belmont Clemmy football, Kyle Wilkinson, right after this here on the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show.
6: Mullenbrook Insurance and Grinnell Mutual understand the value of teamwork. That's why they are looking forward to the accomplishments of the hardworking student-athletes in their community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Shannon Mullenbrook, Michaela Hefty, or Eric Bruins, your local Grinnell Mutual agents, at Mullenbrook Insurance in Dow's today. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Mark Bruins at Bruins Machine and Welding is a proud supporter of all area schools, including the Belmont Clemmy Broncos. When you need hydraulic hoses made or need welding or brazing done, call Mark. Call 641-853-2324. Mark Bruins at Bruins Machine and Welding can fix just about anything. Mark is a master welder and also does milling and lathe work. Mark sells Northland oil and stocks a huge selection of nuts, bolts, bearings, seals, belts, and PTO parts. When it's broken, take it to Bruins Machine and Welding in Rowan.
2: Come check out our new bank. This Wednesday afternoon is the grand opening of Greenbelt Bank & Trust, Highway 57 in Parkersburg. This is Kyle Rice. Our team invites you to enjoy refreshments and take a tour. Grab a fun giveaway, check out our great check-in account rates, plus CD and loan specials. Bring the kids as we have fun planned for them, too. Stop by as you head back home from work or grabbing the kids from school. Everyone is welcome to attend the Greenbelt Bank and Trust Grand Opening in Parkersburg. It's this Wednesday, 3 to 6 p.m. See you then. Leading the way, member FDIC Equal Housing Lenders.
1: Welcome back to the Morts Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Belmont Clemmie Football, Kyle Wilkinson. And, coach, it's time to preview your Week 5 matchup as you will be back home to host Mason City Newman Catholic. They enter the matchup ready to go. They have been ranked at different times this season. Uh, just speaking your initial thoughts on this matchup back home against the Knights.
12: Yeah, Newman. Uh, you know they're they're going to be a tough ball team. You know they they're coached very well and uh, they've had a lot of tradition there. Um, you know they lost a lot of kids last year. A lot of their a lot of their uh, good and stud players. Um, so they're they're kind of a if you want to call it a rebuild team. I I hate that word, but there really isn't a better word for it. But uh, you know they they're uh, young in some places and uh, you know they're inexperienced in some places and and we uh, are going to try and take advantage of that. We're going to you know, put pressure on the quarterback when, when we can and uh, find some mismatches and, and hopefully uh, things will go our way here.
1: Getting a chance to be able to be back home. We had spoke about in past interviews about the, the great Belmont Clemmy community, how active they have been with your football program. Just speaking to your excitement, getting a chance to be able to be back home and play in front of that great community.
12: Yeah, playing playing on your home field always, is always best, you know, better than taking a bus trip, um, you know, and it's our homecoming this week, so the kids will be excited all week, and, and I just hope our energy stays focused on, on football on Friday night, but, uh, you know, every kid has memories throughout a homecoming week that they remember for, for a long time to come after high school, and, and that's the main purpose of homecoming, you know, the teasing, all that sort of good stuff, but, uh, you know, we're going to keep our focus on Newman, and uh, we'll get to work and let him have fun after after practice
1: exciting for it to be homecoming coach homecoming games always add that extra layer of energy and hopefully that can do that for the Broncos on Friday night against Newman Uh, speaking offensively for your team game plan wise as your freshman quarterback continues to settle in gets those reps and then uh, your freshman backfield and your senior at wide receiver continue to do some great things
12: yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have uh, a leader in our running back, Aiden Frito. Hopefully he'll be back this week from injury. And, uh, you know, that'll, that'll kind of set our offense in a different tone. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to do a couple more things that maybe we weren't able to do in, in previous weeks. But uh, we'll just continue to get better. You know, we, he's continuing to find open receivers. And uh, we just got to make sure we bring those balls in and uh, move upfield and hopefully uh, end up in the end zone
1: defensively as you settle in I know you had mentioned it a little bit earlier but just game plan wise as you look to lock down the Knights that like to run the football
12: yeah you know like like I said Aiden Friedel will be back at middle linebacker for us you know returning uh top top six tackler in the state from last year and he's just got great vision on finding the ball and it'll it'll just be a whole different atmosphere for us on defense as well and we'll be matching him with uh fellow senior ashton wilms in the middle and uh you know those those two can find the ball pretty well plus uh you know there there's some mismatches we can take advantage of and You know, they've got uh, some athletes, but we've got some spots where our athletes are better than their athletes, and and that's what we plan on taking advantage of.
1: Just a fun question as we get ready to wrap up this interview, Coach, your role model uh, when you decide to go into coaching.
12: Uh, You know, I've always been a a fan of coaching, been a fan of sports, and, uh, you know, uh, Darwin Christensen, who was a coach here for a long time, he... he, uh, brought me in. I believe I was coaching little, uh, little League football at that time, and he brought me in and, and uh, took me under his wing, and uh, Shannon Mullenbrook, who's coached at cal Dows and uh, some other schools, they just kind of took me in and, uh, you know, showed me the ropes, and uh, I'm just hoping to continue the tradition and get back to winning ways at Belmont Funny.
1: Some of the attributes, Coach, that you've been able to apply that you have learned from them uh, to your own great coaching career
12: yeah just uh providing a great atmosphere and uh providing great leadership speeches and this and that and getting the players to play for themselves and, and play for each other um that sort of thing you know one other thing is uh continuing to to keep the weight room established um as we saw last night with st ans i mean the weight room means everything doesn't matter your size as long as, as your strength is there and uh just teaching the kids the, the right things to be able to be successful in life after football
5: and after high school.
1: Final thoughts coach as we wrap up this interview about Broncos football as you enter week five looking for win number one and continue into a very exciting district landscape going forward.
12: Yeah it, again it was a tough uh, four game stretch for us. Uh, we, we have an exciting next four games that we should be able to compete and be in each and every game and uh, I hope to see everyone out there and uh, Like I said, hopefully one of these mornings we get to talk about a W in these next four weeks, Joshua.
1: And I'm hoping so too as well, Coach, as your team continues to get better every week. As we wrap up this interview, once again, a thanks to the head coach of Belmont Clemmy Football, Kyle Wilkinson, for joining us here on the Mort's Water Company Coach's Show.
0: No radio, no computer, no no worries. Your mobile device becomes a radio when you download the free iPhone or Android app at RadioOnTheGo.com. 104.9 KLMJ, Radio On The Go. There's a difference. This is Justin Morton with Morts
4: Water Company. Installing a Kinetico water treatment system in your home will make a huge difference in your everyday life. With Kinetico, your drinking water will taste better, your laundry will be cleaner, and your water fixtures will no longer be covered in scale buildup. If this sounds like a change you'd like to make, call Morts Water Company to install Kinetico water treatment system in your home. Call 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit mortsonline.com. Morts Water Company, your local authorized independent Kinetico dealer for over 40 years.
1: Welcome back to the Mort's Water Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Clarion Goldfield Dallas football, Caleb Vogel. And coach, what a win by your team on Friday night as you get the win 41 to 6 to open up district play against Garner Hayfield Ventura. Your initial thoughts on the win by the Cowboys.
13: Yeah, you know, it's a great win all around. You know, everybody uh, contributes, uh, you know, uh, from last night. You, you know, it even started throughout the week. Um, you know we, we practice hard we, we prepared hard um, kids are flying around having fun during practice and, and that's showed last night um, you know, i couldn't be more thankful for the guys how hard they worked and you know there, there's times where we did face adversity and we we're able to overcome that um but uh we got it done you know on both ends of the ball know, on special teams and you know like my assistant coaches uh did a great job um you know offensive coordinator coach shuffle he did a great job calling plays um you know it was just a a great team win all around so i was just uh, very thankful for that
1: talking about the great environment at cowboys stadium on friday night had a chance to be there to broadcast a game in week two a great environment created by your fans and uh, your student body speaking to that getting a chance to be back home on friday night to open up district play
13: yeah, you know, it's, it's great to always play at home. You know, we, we wish we could play at home every single week. Um, you know, but that, that's, that doesn't how, that's not how it, uh, it happens. Um, you know, we had, a, again, our community, our fan base is great. To, uh, you know, they got our backs. Um, you know, they did just love coming out to uh, Cowboy Stadium on Fridays when we have our home games and, and cheering us on. So uh, that's, that's definitely a boost. Um, you know, we can kind of hear them in the background and then it gets our, our sidelines going. So it's good to have that that fan base for sure especially at home
1: talking about your offensive performance on Friday night coach your team finding the end zone Uh, in that first quarter balanced, scoring seven in the first and another 14 in the second to have a solid lead at halftime, and then pulling away in that fourth quarter with 20 points on the board. Uh, Just speaking about your offensive performance on Friday night, and then we'll talk about some of your playmakers.
13: Yeah, offensively, you know, it's huge. Um, You know, We we preach all week, you know, if we're down in the red zone, we got to be able to score. You know, and that was, I think, the mindset of the kids last night and, you know, our, our head coach and, you know, and my mindset as well, too. You know, we're down there. We got to score. So it was huge, you know, especially going to halftime, you know, up, up by 21 points. Um, that was just big for us. And then coming out in the second half, um, some <clears throat> a little bit in the third quarter, but end up uh, uh, putting up two of them in the fourth quarter. So that was awesome.
1: Talking about some of your offensive playmakers in last night's game, Coach Carson Nessheim has been big for you all year long. Diego Gonzalez, your running game has been a big part of what you can do uh, with three different backs, and you've been able to rotate them around. And having a dual-threat quarterback adds to that.
13: Yeah, absolutely. You know that, that's huge. You know, week in and week out, continue to uh, uh, be impressed by those guys that are stepping up. You know, those. You know, especially Carson. You know. I, Again, it's his first time really ever starting and, and you know, playing football, you know, like played last year. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a quarterback. He's a leader of the team. Um, you know, we got to put uh, the ball in his hands, and he's going to make, you know, plays happen. And he did another outstanding job last night. You know, the, the dynamic duo or, or trifecta or quad trifecta or whatever you want to say, you know, running backs that we have, um, you know, they did another great job between, you know, Diego and, and Selvin, uh, And we even put Mason Allen back there last night as a fullback. Um, even uh, Charlie Campbell, the freshman who we had, we had this, he scored a last touchdown for us. Um, you know, so having all those guys in the backfield is just huge. And, you know, they're just hard-nosed runners, and uh, they're just going to come after you. And, you know, guys on the outside like Colin Kirstein, who had a heck of a game last night, both offensively and defensively. You know, Wyatt Acosta, who tri- contributes to that as well. Um, you know, Uli Frias, and when we bring in Huxley Lingenfelter, you know, play tight end for us um it's just it's just big to have those weapons you know and I can't thank our offensive coordinator and and our uh offensive line coach um more you know it it starts with the O line up front you know they just did another great job for us uh, you know blocking and uh, making plays happen and wouldn't be for the yardage from the running backs and the quarterback and the wideouts if it wasn't for them
1: giving the ball back to your offense it starts with your defense your defense was excellent again last night coach only giving up six points in the game and a great bounce back from facing another tough offense the week before against Southeast Valley that was able to put up 28 points on you. A great response this week uh, containing a Garner-Hayfield-Ventura team that could really get out and go and and holding them to six points, talking about your defensive performance.
13: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we challenged them, you know, throughout the week that, uh, you know, With Hampton and and Southeast Valley, you know they're just putting up too many points and too many yards on us, and we just got to eliminate that. And um, we just beat that into their heads throughout the week, and uh, they they rose to uh, to that standard. And you know, only allowing six points is just huge. And they achieved their goal. They achieved our coach's goal. And uh, you know, they were just flying around. You know, communication was great last night. There's more than just one guy to the ball. Uh, you know, Colin Kirsten had uh, three picks last night for us on the back end, uh, so he had a he had a better better game for sure back there. Um, you know, it just again it starts with preparation throughout the week and watching film, understanding tendencies, what the wideouts are doing, what the quarterback is doing, the formations the running back steps and all that so um, we definitely are seeing improvement uh in that aspect of the game where they're becoming more students of it rather than just being an athlete so you know it's just great you know from the get go we, we want our defense to just fly around and, and be tough and aggressive and and play fast and you know that's what they did last night and i couldn't be more proud of them that's for sure
1: more to talk about with the head coach of clarion goldfield dallas football caleb vogel right after this here on the mort's water company coach's show
7: can you dig it? Henigar Construction and Clarion can. They're a full-service crew with extensive experience in all things above and below the dirt. Henigar Construction does excavating along with hydro vac services, septic system work, ditch cleanout, and tile repairs. Above the ground, they are the ones to call for steel frame buildings, material hauling, concrete work, and demolition services. Whether you're building up or tearing down, you'll get the job done with precision and efficiency when you call 515-602-6242. That's Hennigar Construction an Aquarian
10: when it comes to an expert welder, you can trust Mark Bruins at Brunes Machine and Welding in Rowan. Mark is a master welder and can weld just about anything. Mark also does braising, milling, and lathe work. Brunes Machine and Welding custom-makes hydraulic hoses, sells Northland Oil, and stocks a huge inventory of nuts, bolts, bearings, seals, belts, and PTO parts. When it's broken, take it to Rowan to Brunes Machine and Welding. Bruins Machine and Welding is a proud supporter of all the area schools and is cheering for Clarion Goldfield Dow Sports Team.
6: Mullenbrook Insurance and Grinnell Mutual understand the value of teamwork. That's why they are looking forward to the accomplishments of the hardworking student athletes in their community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Shannon Mullenbrook, Michaela Hefty, or Eric Bruns, your local Grinnell Mutual agents, at Mullenbrook Insurance in Dow's today. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company.
1: And welcome back to the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. We are joined by the head coach of Clarion Goldfield Dallas Football, Kayla Vogel. And coach, before we preview your upcoming matchup, we had talked about last week about your call to action to your senior leaders on the team. How have they continued to settle into their leadership roles and really boosting your team?
13: Yeah, you know, they're just continuing to keep growing each week, and that's what we want. You know, every day we we see another senior step up, um, you know, and then our our four captains that we have between uh, Diego Gonzalez and and Newly Frias and – and Colin Kirstein and Ken Hankins, they just are continuing to be leaders, you know, on and off the field. Um, you know, they're helping out the young guys, you know, on, on scout team, even coming to JV games, watching them, coaching them up. Um, so it's it's awesome to see that, you know, that's what we want, you know, because as these seniors leave us, you know, they're going to get out there in the working world and um, they got to be leaders wherever they are. So that's that's just kind of what my goal as a head coach is, is to make these guys young leaders. and They're stepping it up and um, I couldn't be more proud of uh, what they're doing, that's for sure.
1: And that's great to hear, Coach, that those senior leaders continue to settle in and are taking on that leadership role and doing some great things with that opportunity for your team. It's time to preview your Week 5 matchup as you will be on the road at Esterville-Lincoln Central, a district game for you. It always seems to be a great battle every season. A lot of history between your two teams. Your initial thoughts on the matchup with ELC
13: it's gonna be a tough game you know we're back on the road again we got two hours on the road uh, we're hopefully going to preach that this week that, that we can't elect uh, affect or let that affect um, how we play even though it's a you know it's a long road trip we still got to go down there you know and and just take care of business um you know they're, they're a tough team um they're returning a lot of, a lot of good players they got their quarterback back who is was uh, probably their best player Um, He's just one heck of an athlete. We just got to be able to uh, contain him and stop him um, and just be smart, you know, come out fast again like we did, you know, last night and uh, uh, play cowboy football and uh, be gap of sound and and know our assignments and uh, prepare all week like uh, we're getting ready to play, you know, Friday and uh, we'll be just fine
1: offensively game plan wise coaches you hope to continue to settle in on that side of the ball running the football with effectiveness and having multiple backs the defenses have to scratch their head and say who am i guarding now because you have that much talent in the backfield
13: yeah you know that, that's that's what we expect every single week you know we, we're just going to continue to do our stuff offensively um we obviously got to fix the little mistakes the mental mistakes of uh, all the unforced errors um, that we continue to have, um, the penalties and stuff like that. But uh, uh, those, those are getting better. They'll come along. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, again, with Carson and Diego and um, Selvin and other backs and wide receivers in our offensive line that we have, we just got to put trust in, in them and uh, just, just play cowboy football offensively.
1: Defensively, as you hope to lock down ELC, a team looking to get things going in district play, a team that usually is battling for that top spot with you and Spirit Lake.
13: Yeah, yeah. It's, again, it, it, they're, they're a tough team offensively. Um, they do a lot of different stuff. They'll spread you out. They'll, they'll bring in two backs. Um, you know, the quarterback, like I said, Owen Larson, is it, it, a stud. You know, we just got to be able to contain him and, um, and not shoot ourselves in the foot. You know, if we got third and long or... or Fourth and short, whatever it might be, we just got to get off the field defensively and and give our ball back to our, our offense and uh, you know just play cowboy football or yeah, play cowboy football and defensively play fast and be aggressive. And uh, again, know our assignments and uh, just just most importantly have fun and uh, <clears throat> just go and play.
1: Looking ahead at your district landscape a little bit more. No, we have talked about this in week pa- in weeks past, um, but some very talented district opponents coming up. As you progress forward, what the district landscape looks like to you, um, just from a coaching standpoint, focusing on the game at hand, but also a little bit looking ahead.
13: Yeah, we try not to look ahead too much. Um, You know, it is a big week for us. You know, every single week is big. We just got to treat it like we're playing a national championship game or it's a Super Bowl. You know, we just... We just gotta, we just gotta do our stuff each and every single week. Um, you know, our district is is it, it, tough again. Um, you know, it, and again, like Esteville is top up there. When we get down to Spirit Lake, um, we got a long ways to Spirit Lake. You know, we gotta worry about uh, Estherville first before we can even uh, think about uh, who we play the next week.
1: As we wrap up this interview, Coach, anything else you'd like our listeners to know about Cowboy football? as you are at 500 at 2-2 two and two through the first four weeks and continue playing great football, progressing forward in district play.
13: Yeah, just, just thank you to the fans, administrators, the teachers, all that stuff who support um, our program and uh, will continue to support us and uh, um, each and every single week. We're just going to keep getting better, and um, it'll, be, it'll be fun to continue to watch Cowboy football.
1: Once again, a thanks to the head coach of Clarion Goldfield, Dow's Football, Caleb Vogel, for joining us this morning on the Mort's Water Company Coach's Show.
0: When it's a phone, not a phone. When it's a radio. Radioonthego.com is where you can download the app for iPhone or Android. Then listen anywhere to 104.9 KLMJ. Radio on the go. Who sells the best
4: whole house water treatment system in the area? Mort's Water Company. This is Justin Morton with Mort's Water Company. We sell Kinetico water softeners and drinking systems and Helen Brand iron filters. This combination of water treatment systems gives you the best quality of water from your private well, giving you and your family cleaner, safer, and better tasting water. If you have questions about your water, give us a call at 1-800-HEY-MORT or visit us online anytime at mortsonline.com.
1: Back one final time here on the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. Wanted to thank our area coaches for joining us this morning. Hampton-Dumont Cal Head Coach Cole Miller. Iowa Falls Alden Head Coach Eric Walkingstick. West Fork Head Coach Daniel Westhoff. North Butler Head Coach Jordan Vanderloop. clarion goldfield Dow's Head Coach Caleb Vogel and Belmont Clemmy head coach Kyle Wilkinson. Our next football broadcast on 104.9 KLMJ will be the Hampton-Dumont Cal Bulldogs on the road at the Humboldt Wildcats on Friday, September 22nd. If you missed any segment of this morning's show or would like to listen again, the show will be available on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 8.30 a.m. here on 104.9 KLMJ for our next edition of the Mortswater Company Coaches Show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joshua Hamlin for Radio On The Go Sports.
3: You've been listening to The Coach's Corner thanks to Mort's Water Company. Mort's Water Company is your local, independent, authorized Connecticut dealer. Mort's Water Company has been providing customers in North Iowa with septic system installation, pump and well service, and Connecticut products for over 125 years. All you have to remember is 1-800-HEY-MORT, and if the subject is water, let Mort's Water Company bring it up. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next Saturday morning at 8.30 for The Mort's Water Company Coach's Corner